Hello, hello, my beautiful friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Climbing with Coach Kaya podcast. Guess what, y'all? As you are listening to this, I have officially reached a new decade. Yes, 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 my friends. Here we are, the dirty 30. I have officially dove into my 30s, and I mean that both figuratively and very literally. Now, I hope that as you're listening to this, I am still alive on this earth because one of the things I'm doing to celebrate this weekend, call me crazy, I'm going skydiving for the first time. I just really wanted to kick off this new decade audaciously. That, in fact, is my word of the year this year, is audacious. And I am leaning into that word in every single sense. Today, I really want to dive into talking with you guys about living life audaciously, and manifesting the things that you want. We're going to talk about vision boarding, my word of the year, and I'm also going to tell you guys what my bucket list is for year 30. So without further ado, let's dive on in. Hello there, beautiful friend. I'm your host, Kaya, a cattle rancher turned accidental life coach after embarking on my own health journey, losing over 100 pounds, but most importantly, rebuilding my relationship with myself. Now I am more on fire than ever to empower others to create a healthy life that they love from the inside out by sharing the tools, tips, and strategies that I've learned and continue to learn along the way. Mindset, health, body image, self-love, entrepreneurship, and more. We're here to chat about climbing the mountains of life all while finding joy in the journey. Welcome to the Climbing with Coach Kaya podcast. Now let's get climbing. Audacious audacious. That is the word that I picked for 2023, which is kind of funny because one of the things I'm seeking for so much this year is peace. And I feel like the word peace and audacious live on different ends of a spectrum. They're different vibes. However, I think that peace can be found within living a life that is bold and audacious. Now, I picked audacious for a couple of reasons. And I think the the main reason why I picked the word audacious is that I really wanted this year to be a mile marker. And it is because I'm 30, but I want it to be a mile marker where I start showing up differently in my life, where I start showing up audaciously in my life. And now what does that mean? You know, when I think about what I'm leaving in my 20s as I step into this new decade, one of the things that has come up for me is that I am giving up performative living. I am no longer wanting to live my life trying to impress other people. And now I know I'm going to get this wrong. And I know that I'm going to catch myself falling back into my people-pleasing tendencies, but I'm going to be really, really intentional about looking inward instead of outward when it comes to the things that I desire most in my life. You know, I've been doing a lot of inner child work lately within my journal. And what that means is where I think about the areas in my life where I still struggle emotionally or mentally, what I've discovered is that the things I struggle with today are so many of the same things that I struggled with when I was a 10-year-old little girl. And I think that that's true for a lot of us. I think that a lot of the things that hold us up in our adulthood are wounds that just have not healed from when we were young. And for me, journaling has been such a just insightful place for me to discover those wounds that live deep within the depth of me, where writing on a page just kind of 
uncovers some of these things that are very much still there. And I had this moment this last week while I was journaling. I was kind of thinking and reflecting back on my 20s and I thought about turning 30. And all this last year, I have been so excited for 30. And in a lot of ways, I have already felt 30 for a while. One of the reasons is because I skipped a grade. I skipped kindergarten, fun fact. And so I was the youngest person in my grade for all of my life. And so all of my closest friends are all at least a year older than me. And my husband is eight years older than me. So I have already kind of felt like I've been in my 30s in a way. But for the first time this last week, as I was journaling, I got emotional about it. And what I noticed came up for me was as I was journaling about this big milestone was that I found myself grieving my 20s for not having the wisdom that I have now at 30. If that makes any sense, I don't know how else to describe it, but it's almost like I felt so heartbroken for my 20-year-old self because she didn't have the knowledge that I have now at 30. And of course she didn't, right? So much of wisdom is something that comes with age. It makes sense that Kaya today is obviously a much, much different person than Kaya at 20. But I was thinking about, man, how would my 20s have been different if I knew then what I know now? That said, I am so excited about diving into my 30s. Yes, literally and figuratively. I've decided that my 30s are going to be for me, for me to live unapologetically, to audaciously ask for what I most desire and to chase my big dreams full send, full send. And I think for me too, it's about like really, really believing deep in my core that it's not about if all of the dreams on my vision board becomes my reality, but it's more about trusting the process and knowing that it's not, it's not if, but it's when. It's when they're going to come to fruition. And how am I going to do that? Well, my 30s, I think, are really about learning how to embody the energy of the person who already has claimed all of those things for herself. Now, you, I might be losing you here. Okay, we're going to talk more about this energy and manifesting here because I have seen some of these tools, these manifestation tools, which I used to think were total baloney. I have seen them impact my life in a huge way huge way, y'all. I mean, huge. Hey there. Have you ever thought about having your very own business or services talked about right here on the Climbing with Coach Kaya podcast? Well, it is your lucky day, my friends. I am officially opening up opportunities to be a sponsor to have your very own 30 or 60 second ad right here within the show. To learn more about how you can partner with me as a podcast sponsor, or maybe even through Instagram, Facebook, or email marketing, visit coachkaya.com forward slash partner to learn more. I would love to work with you. So 30, audacious. I'm going to be someone who has the audacity to ask for what I want. I'm going to be someone who has the audacity to throw my name in the hat for honors and opportunities that seem impossible. I'm going to have the audacity to form friendships and relationships with the people that I admire most in this world. I'm going to have the audacity to say no to things that other people think I'm crazy for because I trust myself enough to know what is meant for me and what is not. And I'm going to have the audacity to trust myself and my own intuition more than seeking the guidance 
from other people outside of me. And again, I'm going to do this imperfectly, but we are going to be audacious this year. Now, I'm going to share my bucket list for year 30 here in a little bit, but I want to talk to you more about manifestation and what I mean when I talk about manifesting things in my life. So when I talk about manifestation, a lot of people think about law of attraction, right? You attract what you are. And the law of attraction, I think, was really mostly popularized in the early 2000s because of the book, The Secret. And there's also a movie about it too. I think maybe it's on Netflix. I watched The Secret. It might feel a little bit more dated now if you go back and watch it, but it talks a lot about this law of attraction. Now, I think the big thing on manifesting is number one, you have to get really clear on what you want and create a vision for your life. And I think a lot of us go through life not knowing what it is that we want. And and I think that's very, very common for a lot of people. I think some people are just in survival mode. They're just trying to get through the, the week. They're just trying to get through the day. And so asking themselves what they want or what they most desire might be a really, really hard thing to get clear on, but it really is the first step. Because if you don't know what it is that you want, you're not going to be able to manifest it into your future. And the only thing you're going to be able to manifest in your life is more cloudy, muddy outcomes because you don't have that clarity. My grandpa, Daryl, I know I talk about him a lot. He talked a lot about what the world needed was more vision, was more visionaries. When you think about our society and all the improvements that we'd have over the centuries, the visionaries were people that saw a possibility in the world that didn't exist yet. And I think when we think about manifesting in our own lives, creating a vision means believing in a possibility that does not yet exist. And for some people, that's really, really hard. My husband is a perfect example. He is a realist. And I'm so, so grateful that I have a realist as a partner because Lord knows I need to be brought back down to planet Earth sometimes. However, he's someone who is more focused on the immediate future. What's going on tomorrow? What's going on next week? Meanwhile, I'm living in like 10 and 20 years from now. We balance each other out really well in that way. But I think it's important for us to have a vision because if we don't have a vision of a future that's possible for us outside of what is immediately something that we can see, then it's going to be impossible for us to claim it. So we need to get really, really clear on what we want. Now, when people think of law of attraction or, you know, they watch the movie The Secret, they think, okay, do I just like sit here and like put my fingers together and like close my eyes and hum, like get into this manifesting meditative state? Yes. Meditation can be a very powerful tool. Visualization, of course, for me, my form of manifesting and, and creating a vision for the future, I do so in writing. Journaling is a really great step for me. But it's not just about creating a vision, writing it down, or using these visualization practices or meditations to dream up and paint a picture in your mind of what you want. But it is obviously going to take action. You can't just sit in a room and do nothing and just imagine like, I make a million dollars. I make a million dollars. I make a million dollars. And it's just going to show up on your doorstep. I mean, that would be amazing, but it's going to take some action. There is an author, her name is Gabriella Bernstein, and she talks a lot about manifestation and meditation. So if you're interested in learning more, you can jump into some of her books or into her podcast. And she has this book called Super Attractor. And it's all about how the universe has your back. And she shared that manifesting is also known as co-creating because it's this collaboration between you and the universe. Now, what the heck does that even mean? It basically means, yes, it's about creating a vision, 
But co-creating this also means you're going to have to take aligned action. So when you think about the things that you want in your life, how can you build the actual action steps it's going to take to get you there into your daily routine? What would that look like? If one of the things that you want to manifest is a million-dollar business or owning a home on the beach or or the love of your life, like coming into your life, what are some action steps? How can you break that big dream, that big goal down into some real action steps and get granular, stepping all the way back to where you're at today so that you can begin taking action towards that dream, towards that vision? And something that's really helpful to think about is when you think about your future self, the version of you that has these things that you envision for your life, whatever it is, whether it's money, relationships, um, homes, whatever it is for you, ask yourself, what would my future self be thinking? Where would their head be at? What would their mindset be like? And what would my future self be doing daily in order to make that vision her reality? If I was someone right now who had a million-dollar business, who had money that flowed easily to me, who felt super aligned in her work, what would she be doing every single day? What would she be thinking every single day? And a great way for me to start manifesting that as my future is to start embodying that energy, the energy of someone who already has that as their truth right now. That is going to help create the energy to draw that into my life. And here's a very key thing when we think about manifesting. We have to really practice getting into this abundance mindset. And a great place to start when it comes to abundance, if we want more abundance in our life, more opportunities, more love, more relationships, more money, we have to be appreciative of the things that are already ours. I think so often we create this vision for our life. We think life is going to be so good once I reach the goal, once I make the money, once I find the relationship, once I own the home. And I've talked about it before. This lie of once is a big thing that gets in our way. And it also gets in the way of us manifesting the things that we want in our life because we are sitting in that lie of once. We are not sitting in a place of gratitude. We are dismissing all the things that are already existing in our life. But if we are able to be grateful for all that is ours, we create more abundance. Okay, let's say that you want a Lamborghini. I think that's a bougie car, right? Let's say that you want to drive a bougie Lamborghini, but right now you drive a Toyota Corolla. (laughs) And you just dream about this one day having this bougie Lamborghini, yet today you are so ungrateful for the car that you have. If you don't take care of and appreciate the Toyota Corolla that is parked in your front yard, what on earth makes you think that you'll appreciate the Lamborghini? And that's what I mean about really getting to this place of abundance, really getting into this place of gratitude for what is yours. If you do not appreciate the things that are already manifested in your life, You aren't creating any more space for abundance for more things to come into your life. Gratitude is a beautiful, beautiful place to ground yourself, to open yourself up to receive more. Speaking of which, I think a big thing that gets in the way of us creating these really beautiful big dreams for ourselves, our reality, is the fact that we have so many limiting beliefs getting on our way, whether we are aware of them or not, which is why journaling is a really, really helpful tool for us to uncover what those deep rooted limiting beliefs are. I am still uncovering a lot of limiting beliefs that I have around the things that I want to create in my life, especially around money. I have a lot of money mindset stuff to work through. But here's the key. You have to believe that you deserve what it is that you want. 
You have to believe that it is possible for you to receive the things it is that you want, or else you will find yourself subconsciously self-sabotaging. If you do not believe that you deserve a wildly wealthy life, you are going to be, without even knowing it, blocking opportunities for you to build your wealth. Because we create our reality, right? And our thoughts create our reality. Our brain is hardwired to find evidence, to seek out evidence in our life that prove our beliefs true. And so if you have a scarcity mindset around money, thinking I can never make money, money is hard, money is scary, money is scarce, but one of the things you want to manifest is a wildly wealthy life, then you really have to change that limiting belief and that root core belief or else you are going to continue to subconsciously block out opportunities to receive more of that money. And I think when it comes to limiting belief, this is where affirmations can really come in handy, really help us to reprogram those repetitive thoughts, those repetitive limiting beliefs that are really holding us back. Affirmations are really, really helpful, but only if we meet ourselves where we're at. And I did an episode back in the past that talks a little bit more about affirmations. And I think it's a great place to start as you start really creating some new beliefs to open you up to receive more of what's possible. And I think the other thing to really note here is that in order for us to be in a place of receiving, we really have to make sure that we align our energy. You know, there's people who say that what you put out into the world is what you get back. And so in order for us to receive these things, we need to get into an energy that allows us to receive. And a really great way for you to open yourself up to receiving more of these things in your life with abundance is to get into an energy of joy by doing things that bring you joy. Changing your energy can be as simple as helping out a friend. Doing something for someone else will always improve your energy. It will increase your vibrations. And I know that sounds kind of crazy, but energy is literally flowing through our bodies. Everything is energy, okay? And you can't see it, but you can feel it. Helping someone out is a great place to change your energy. Another great way is to go outside, get outside in nature, go for a walk, get your blood flowing, get some sunshine on your skin, some fresh air, have a kitchen dance party. That is my personal favorite or whatever form of self-care it is that you enjoy because what you put out into the world is what you receive. And if all you're putting out into the world is negativity and scarcity, that is what you're going to continue to manifest in your life. If you are constantly believing that you are unworthy, that these things are not possible for you, that you're never going to get what you want, guess what you're manifesting right now? Without even knowing it, we are always manifesting, okay? But we get to decide what we want to manifest in our life. And if you are stuck in this negative energy, all you're going to draw towards you is more negative energy. So if you want more love in your life, be more loving to yourself and others. If you want more kindness, exude more empathy and compassion for yourself and others. If you want more joy in your life, do more things that bring you joy. Y'all, I've been practicing this even as it comes to my relationship and my marriage. You know, in the moments where I find myself feeling frustrated with Brent for whatever reason it is, I have to ask myself, okay, what energy have I been putting off here? And I realize that I am co-creating that situation. It's not just that my husband didn't say the right thing or do the right thing and he made me angry. It's that I have been putting off this very negative energy towards him and guess what I'm receiving back? That same energy. And so when I take my power back and say, okay, I want to really be in this loving, vibrant relationship with my husband, great. How can I put out that energy 
And always, 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 that is what I end up receiving back. We have so much more power in our lives than we give ourselves credit for. And whether you are aware of it or not, you are always manifesting in your life. So what if this is the year that we do so with intention? Now, I believe that manifesting does start with creating a clear vision for your life. However, one of the things, the one note that I will say before we move on from this conversation is that we have to be clear, but also be flexible because sometimes the universe, God, source, nature, whatever you want to call it, has different plans for us that are even grander than what we dreamed of for ourselves. So yes, create a vision, but keep your grip loose because the way that that pans out might look a little bit different than you had imagined. And sometimes that's even better. Something I'm really working on right now is trusting that everything is happening exactly as it should be and everything is happening right on time. And some days it is easier to believe that than others. Y'all, I love my smartwatch. Not only does it help me get where I need to be on time, usually, but it also helps me be more mindful and aware of my physical activity, sleep quality, heart rate, and so much more. The hardest part though, having it match my outfits and feel as glamorous as I'd like to, but not anymore. Thanks to Sparkle Bands, I have a variety of adorable, chic, and upcycled quality leather watch bands perfect for every outfit. From my cowhide bands to the tooled leather Kaya's Confidence Band with turquoise gemstones that I designed alongside the team. Now my smartwatch feels just as fashionable as I do. This women-owned company is located just down the street from me in my hometown, and I can attest they take their quality and their customers to heart. Check out their variety of high fashion watch bands and more at sparklebands.com. That's S-P-A-R-K-L-B-A-N-D-S.com. And use code KAYA10 to receive 10% off at checkout. Happy shopping. So manifesting. How can we manifest in our life in a big way? How can we manifest our big, bold, audacious goals and dreams? Have you ever created a vision board for your life? Because I highly recommend that this is the year that you give it a go. Now, what is a vision board? You can vision board digitally. You can vision board physically on paper. Personally, I love me a good physical vision board. Essentially what it is, is it is a collage of images and words that encompass the vision that you have for your life, for what you want. You can do it for the year, for your lifetime. And it is a really, really fun practice and also a really fun creative practice. And if you are one of those people who tells yourself regularly that you are not a creative person, I'm here to tell you that you're wrong. I believe deep in my bones that everyone is a creative person. I just don't think that we allow ourselves to tap into our creativity. Somewhere in around fourth grade, the world told us that art, that our creativity was not impactful, but friends, we are coming back to our inner child here and we are going to create a vision board and do an art project. Okay, so this is what you're going to do. I think the first place to start is to vision cast. Like get out a notebook, get out a journal, and ask myself, it would be really cool if, just write at the top of your paper, it would be really cool if, and write down all the things that come up for you. And I really want you to imagine this without any limitations. Like if you hear that little voice in the back of your head saying, well, that's not realistic. Well, that, that could never happen. I'm too old. It's too late. That's too much money. No, 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 no. We are not squashing our little dreams here, okay? Or our big dreams. We are not squashing any dreams. No dream squashing allowed in this practice, in this exercise. It would be really cool if, and write it all down, okay? Allow yourself to dream audaciously, friends. It would be really, really cool if I owned five vacation homes. It would be really, really cool if I had a private jet. It would be really, really cool if 
I got married. It would be really, really cool if I got a pilot's license. It would be really, really cool if I got to sleep under the Northern Lights. Like whatever it is that comes up for you, write that stuff down. Once you've kind of cast this vision for your life, you're going to go and find some magazines or newspapers, things that you're willing to cut up. Now, I love magazines. I think that there's so many, so many good things you can find in magazines. And basically what you're searching for as you're looking through these magazines are images or words that kind of embody these things that you've come up with for your life, embody these visions. They can be pictures of landscapes. They can be pictures that evoke a certain feeling within you. It doesn't always have to be literal. When someone is looking at your vision board, it doesn't have to make sense to them. It only has to make sense to you. You can also put words that feel really, really impactful on your vision board as well. My vision board has a lot of words on it, words that remind me how I want to feel, how I want to live, how I want to think in the future. And once you've gathered, like get out your scissors, put on some fun music, have a little dance party, and just cut out all of these different images and pictures. Okay. Once you're done with that, you're going to grab out a piece of paper. It could be a small one, like an eight and a half by 11, or it could be a big poster board, however big you want. You're going to grab a blank piece of paper and you're going to basically start laying out this, these images and these words in a collage and you're going to glue them to the paper, okay? Y'all, there is no wrong way to do this, okay? It could look however you want it to look, but you're going to be putting this stuff on a piece of paper. You can, you know, combine things together. You can just have it all be spread out crazy, like however you want to do it, however your creative soul is calling you to do it, put it all on a piece of paper. And once you're done with that, you're going to take that vision board you're going to make sure to write on the back of it the date that you've done it because it is so fascinating to go back and look at it. And you are going to hang that vision board up somewhere where you see it every single day, a prominent place in your home. Maybe it's on the fridge. Maybe it's in your bathroom. Maybe it's in your closet. Maybe it's, I don't know, by your bed, but you're going to put it somewhere where you can see it every single day. And the idea behind a vision board is you are reminding yourself regularly of the vision that you have for your life, of the big, bold, audacious dreams that you are working towards. And the more that you see this and the more that you're reminded of it, you will be subconsciously seeking out opportunities in your life and in your day to bring those to fruition. You might be thinking to yourself, Kaya has officially lost it. That is crazy and ridiculous. But y'all, I did not invent this idea, okay? And there is a lot of evidence out there that proves the effectiveness of this, including my own life. When I look back at my vision boards for the past three years, it is astonishing how many of them I have fully brought to fruition. Y'all, it's nuts. I think one of the wildest ones for me is a couple years ago on my vision board. I think I talked about this maybe on a previous episode too. But on this vision board, I had a picture of a girl in a little car, like waving her hand, like, like she was on a road trip. I had a picture of capture more memories. And I had a picture of this woman holding this big news camera and another image was a cow, okay? And at the time, these were just like things that, I don't know, just like called to me. Like I was just kind of interested in them. I wasn't sure what it all meant. And then a year later, Backroad Cowgirls happened. And I looked at that vision board. I'm like, oh my gosh. It's like I created Backroad Cowgirls on this vision board before the concept had ever even crossed my mind. And I manifested that. I manifested it in a way that I couldn't have even imagined, which is why I say keep a loose grip on how those visions are going to pan out because it may just pan out in ways that you can't even anticipate better than you had ever imagined. And I've seen that happen in my own life in such a big way, y'all. It is absolutely mind-boggling, honestly, so mind-boggling. 
So I created another vision board for myself this last year. I actually made two this last year, but the most recent one I did was in September. And I wanted to share this because this is just showing you how we're manifesting in real time right now. Now this year, the year that I turned 30, my audacious year, y'all, I'm really wanting to spend some time traveling. I've been obsessed with traveling and I haven't done any international traveling since moving back from Europe back in 2015. And this is this is that time period, right? Me and my husband are married. We don't have any kids yet. We want to have kids in the future. And so I see this window of opportunity where this is our time to be a married couple without children to travel in a way that's going to be different once we do. So on my vision board, I have this picture of the Amalfi Coast. I have been obsessed with the Amalfi Coast and dying to go there. It has been a bucket list dream of mine for a really long time. And in the other corner of my vision board, I have a picture of this beautiful like white villa right on the coastline. Okay. It looks kind of like it, maybe it's in Greece, but it, I don't really know where it's at, but it's beautiful white villa right on the coastline. Gorgeous. Okay. Yesterday I booked an Airbnb on the coastline of the Amalfi coast that is a pristine white villa. And my jaw dropped. Okay. We're going to Italy in May for my friend's wedding. But after I saw this Airbnb posting pop up, I immediately booked it. I didn't even question it. I was like, this is aligned with my vision. We are bringing it to reality. And this year already two things crossed off my bucket list, crossed off my vision board. And there are so many other examples of this. I hosted my first retreat this last week, or not last week, this last year. And when I went back to my vision board from last year, there was a lineup of women, the exact number of women that happened to come to my retreat. Okay. Maybe coincidence, maybe divine intervention. I don't know. All I'm saying is that this freaking works. If you do not have a vision for your life, this is the year that you should, should really try to hone in on one because you are manifesting all the time. The question is, do you know what it is you're manifesting? Are you consciously aware of what you are manifesting in your life? And if you want to have more power and feel more empowered for your future, the way to start that is to by creating a vision for what it is that you want, getting clear on what your core deep down desires are to bring that to fruition. And a great place to go from there is to put that beautiful vision that you've casted for your life in a physical form that you can see every single day because friends, you deserve it. Okay. I told you that this is the year that I stopped performative living and I really live my life for me unapologetically. Like we are going to hit full send on all these big audacious goals, but I don't want it to just be the year that I do it. I want you to join me in doing this. Life is so freaking short, my friends, and we waste so much of it believing that we don't deserve the things that we most desire. We waste so much of it afraid that other people are going to think we're crazy for wanting something so big, grand, and audacious. We waste so much of it limiting ourselves on what is possible. When you see other people in your life that you admire, that you feel jealous of, I don't want you to think, oh, they must be special because they're doing that thing I could never. I want you to say, hi, jealousy. I see you there popping up. You are here to send me a message and the message that you are sending is that they have something that I want and just because they have it doesn't mean I can't have it. In fact, them having the thing that I want is just evidence that it's possible. So this is the year I want you to use those feelings of jealousy that pop up for you. I want you to welcome those feelings of jealousy 
as guiding emotions towards the life that you most desire. If there is someone in your life that drives you absolutely crazy because you're secretly jealous of the things that they have, I want you to ask yourself, what is it about them that drives me crazy? What is it about them that makes me feel so jealous that I despise their guts? Because that, my friends, is telling you a signal. They have something that you want. And most of the time when we are degrading other people, whether it's a famous person that we don't know, someone on Instagram or someone in our own orbit, when we are trying to tear them down or talk smack about them, it's usually bringing up an insecurity that we have about ourselves. And sometimes that insecurity is that they have something that we want. So we're going to use those emotions this year to guide us towards the life that we want, the things that we want, the experiences that we want, the relationships that we want, the wealth that we want, the opportunities that we want. This is the year we're going to mindfully and intentionally manifest that vision and bring it to life because you and I, my friends, we're audacious. At least I'd love you to join me in this pursuit of a life full of the audacity to bring our big, bold, beautiful dreams to fruition. Are you with me? I hope so. I hope so. Man, I really got on a on a tangent there. Maybe not a tangent, a soapbox maybe. I got really excited about this, but I'm excited about this, okay? And I think honestly just looking at this vision board, oh, man, 30s are going to be the best. Like I've decided that every that this decade is going to be the best decade, okay? This is the decade, you know, 20s are weird. We're like figuring out who we are still. Like it's very messy and I feel like 30s are when we finally have like maybe figured out who we are for the most part and we just get to live our life without giving as much of a shit what everyone thinks. Maybe. I don't know. But I also want to believe that at 39, the last day of my 39th year, I'm going to tell you that my 40s are going to be the best decade. I'm committed to believing that every new decade is going to be the next decade because why in the heck would I believe otherwise? I'm going to always believe that the best is yet to come until the day that I die. My friends, the best is yet to come. Okay, to wrap up this episode, I'm going to share with you my bucket list for year 30, okay? Now, this is a bucket list. Some of these these goals obviously are very audacious. Some I feel really confident about crossing off the list. Some of them I'm like, mm, that's a pretty big ask, but you know what we're doing this year? We're hitting full send, full send on our big crazy dreams. So here we go. First on the list, skydiving, baby. Oh yeah, it's booked San Diego this Saturday. If it doesn't rain, we are going skydiving. I'm going to jump out of a perfectly good airplane And you better believe that I paid for the extra package where they're going to have videos and photos. So y'all just wait to see it on the gram, assuming that I survive. No, we're manifesting. I'm going to survive. I'm not going to survive. I'm going to thrive. It's going to be the most invigorating, magical experience, and it's going to be the perfect way to kick off my audacious 30th year. Number two, I'm going to get a tattoo, you guys. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I don't know how y'all feel about tattoos. I am someone who's always been open-minded to tattoos. But I haven't ever figured out like something that I really wanted to commit to for the long haul. But I've been thinking about it a lot lately, and I've decided that on my wrist, on my right wrist, a little off center, I'm going to get my grandpa's cattle brand. I think it's something that I know I will never regret having on my arm. And so this is the year, y'all. We're going to do it. We're going to get wild. We're going to get a tattoo. We're doing it. Number three, I want to explore 10 new local hiking trails. I live in paradise, y'all. I live in San Luis Obispo, California. Call me biased, but it's the best part of the state of California, okay? Remove any of your biases that you have about the state of California. 
and just know that this place is magical and oh, I'm just I'm a happy proud ambassador of San Luis Obispo County and we happen to have beautiful hiking trails all over. We live right on the coast, stunning and there's so much that I haven't explored so I want to try 10 new hiking trails. Number 4, Brent and I want to complete the Central Coast Antiques list. We love thrifting, we love antiquing and there is a little Central Coast Antiques guide and there's a handful that we haven't made it to. So we're going to we're going to check those off the list. Number 5. This year I want to visit two wonders of the world. Oh yeah. I have been to I think I've only been to one wonder of the world. I've been to Rio de Janeiro and saw Christ the Redeemer. Um no, I've been to Rome. I've seen the Colosseum, but we're going to Rome again this year. Um while we're in Italy, Brent has not been to Europe yet, but I want to see two wonders of the world this year. I think maybe maybe one in Mexico. I think we might go to Greece. I don't know. Stay tuned. But two of them is my goal. Number six, I want to read at least 20 new books this year. I counted from this last year and I read 16. And honestly, I was so proud of that because I have not always been a reader, but I have really been enjoying reading lately. And I want a lot of those to be non, or I want them to be fiction books, which I know I talked about a couple weeks ago as well. So 20 books this year. Number seven, I want to apply for a TV show audience taping. Now, I'm very, very grateful that I have been on a TV show before. I was on the Kelly Clarkson show in 2021, but my husband has always been wanting to be a contestant on The Price is Right. Now, my fear is that I apply for Price is Right and I get selected from the audience instead of him, and I'm terrible at that game, but I think it would be so, so much fun for us to book a TV show audience taping and go down to LA. It's only a few hours away and just have that kind of Hollywood experience with Brent. So that's one of the bucket lists. Number eight, I want to go camping this year. I haven't been like authentic tent camping in a long time and Brent really wants to do that somewhere. So we're going to go camping. Number nine, I want to check off two new states that I haven't been to. I really want to travel to all 50 states eventually. I've been to quite a few, but there's a lot that I haven't been to yet. And so two new states is the goal for this year. This next one, number 10, feels pretty audacious, but I'm I'm really rooting myself in this abundance mindset. I want to save $50,000 this year. Now, this is a couple goal, so I'm I'm not the only one jumping into this by myself here, but Brent and I really want to be intentional about saving for our future. You know, we want to own a home one day. We want to have babies. I hear they cost quite a bit of money. So we're really trying to work on our savings this year. So $50,000 savings. Number 11, I want to drive internationally. Now, I lived in Europe for a year, but I never drove. And right now, I'm picturing that being maybe like in a Vespa in Rome, like really live out my Lizzie McGuire movie dreams. (laughs) That's one of my goals. Number 12, I want to get a feature article in a national magazine. I've been in national magazines before, but I really, really want to, to get another feature article this year. And I have lots of ideas for what that could be, but nothing in the works quite yet. Number 13, I also really want to book a national campaign, like with a national brand or partner. I think that that would be really, really fun in my business. Number 14, I want to land a TV show deal on a mainstream network. This feels like a very audacious dream. Now, this one I do feel deep in my core that's more of a not if but when. Courtney and I are filming the official pilot of Backroad Cowgirls this next year. And once it's filmed, we're going to start pitching to mainstream networks all over the place. And that could be a very long process. But you know what? Why not be audacious enough to believe that it's possible that it gets picked up really quick? So we're going to throw that in there. Land a TV show deal. 
2023, baby. And number 15, and my final one I'm going to share is I want to write the first draft of my book this year. Again, I want to leave space for that timeline to look however it needs to look. Everything's happening right on time, but I would love to be able to say that I at least wrote a first draft this year. So that is what we're going to try. Those are my 15 items on my bucket list for year 30. 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, flirty and thriving baby. You better believe I'm going to go rewatch 13 going on 30, which is one of the best movies ever. And we're going to hit send, full send on year 30, on the decade of 30. We're going to live life audaciously, my friends, and we are going to manifest our wild, big, bold, crazy dreams because that power lies within us. I said us, not me, not you, but us. We all get to live life audaciously. We all get to manifest the things that we desire most. I truly, truly, truly believe that, but it's got to start with living life intentionally, creating a clear vision for what it is that we want and what we most desire and aligning our energy and our actions with that version of us. I believe in us. I really, really do. So with that, my friends, I can't wait to tell you an actual report of how skydiving goes, but I'm just going to assume right now skydiving was amazing. The pictures turned out so great and that's my story. Okay. I love y'all so much. So, so much. Let's go be audacious, shall we? Yeah. All right, cool. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of the Climbing with Coach Kaya podcast. I will see you right back here, same time, same place next week. Love y'all. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of the Climbing with Coach Kaya podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please hit subscribe and leave me a review sharing what you loved most. Come hang out with me on Instagram and Facebook to keep the conversation going as we continue to find joy in the journey. Until next time, I am cheering for you, friend. Keep climbing and we'll chat soon.